Photography chat with Merlin. Photography chat with Merlin. Hello, welcome to another episode of uh, Photography Chat with Merlin. Uh, we're in season three, episode 27, and we've got uh, one half of Zuckerman Wong photography here. Uh, Zena, do you want to take a moment to, uh, oh, just wait, just a sec. Oops. Step right up, and why don't you interse- <laughs> introduce yourself? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I feel like a prize to be won here. You, you, did, you did win, you're winning. Did I win, or am I the prize, or did I win the prize, which is... Yeah, you gotta like... I got it. I got to really just. There you go. Get it. Get it close in there. You gotta get right in there. Gotta get right oh. in. There. <laughs> Listen, I'm a lesbian. I'm not used to this. Okay. Full disclosure. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to keep it at a distance. <laughs> uh, well, it's a microphone and it's not a dick, so it's like you know, don't be afraid of it. I know you're a gold star lesbian, um, but the microphone is I, safe. I clearly I need some lessons here. This is a safe place. You just gotta like get it like right in in there. Yeah. Just right right in there. Is that is that good for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, what is it? We'll give you is it this one? There you yeah, you did it. Okay, but tell tell them who you are. Let them, let them know. Hey everyone, Um, I'm Zana Wong, and yes, I am fifty percent of Zuckerman and Wong photography. Uh, my business partner Charles is a 55-year-old bald Jewish Montrealer, and I, as you can see, am a 25-year-old Asian lesbian from Vancouver. Uh, you may be wondering to yourself, how how uh, did this partnership come about? And uh, I mean, I've wondered it every time I see you and Charles together. A lot of people wonder it. To be fair, um, I mean, the first time I saw you too, I wanted to ask you if you were safe. I am safe. I promise everyone I I am very safe and I am very, very happy to be in a photo partnership with Charles. Not a partnership partnership. That is, we need to clarify that. And he didn't tell you to say that? No. Okay. No, no. That's good. I love the man to death, but I would (laughs) strangle him if I had to also be like around him 24-7. That's fair. So, yeah. Also, I'm gay, so that doesn't really translate i think i I think that's how that works he could be your beard he could be yeah but uh there's no shame there's no shame in the gay here for me so no i'm 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 good with it all right yeah so that's how you how did you meet charles though like how did that end up happening we met at a fine art nude photography show it doesn't sound creepy at all no it doesn't not at all and um that was like three and a half years ago when I had just graduated from Langara. I was yeah. fresh out of school and um, I had helped uh, one of my buddies, Wayne Herkel. He, he had some work going up in the show and okay. I had spent the day helping him put up his prints and, you know, put the place together. So I felt like, you know what, I, I, I helped put the show together. Let's, um, let's go to the show. Let's, let's see what this is all about at the end of the day. Um, and so I, I went there. I, d- I typically am not particularly interested in fine art nudes myself. And um, I know Charles is also not super into fine art nudes. I mean, we, we appreciate when our friends 
create beautiful works of art in that category, but um, for our work and for so the things that we do. Tell me, tell me why much. exactly it is you hate fine art nudes and you disrespect everyone that does it. I don't hate them. I, I think there's actually a lot of really beautiful work out there. It's just, uh, I guess it's just a world I have not yet delved into, if I'm going fair. to be completely honest. Now, I'm not saying that I, I couldn't one day. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be cool to try it sometime, maybe, but for the moment, it's, uh, it's all very new to me. It's, uh, That's right. I was just busting your ass. Okay. Thank, thank yeah, you. You're, you're welcome. Thank you. Just, everyone's <laughs> just busting my ass all the time. So like what, what got you into photography, like leading up to like, you know, you got into photography and that ultimately led you to meeting Charles, but you know, what, what got you started in it? Um, I started by first, um, I used to play, uh, prof like not professional, sorry, like just ultimate Frisbee on, uh, club teams when I was in high school and I had a teammate one year who had like who would just bring her brother's camera like a like a 6d or no like a 7d with like the super stalker 70 to 200 f2.8 lens and then just literally hand it to anyone on the field to shoot photos of the games and stuff like that and I was like okay what what the hell is this this is amazing I want to I want to give it a try so I shot a ton of photos all summer, and that um, experience was really fun and amazing, and the, and the team was super great. We were all kind of bonded. We became a family, and after we had gone to nationals and done the whole summer and everything, you kind of go through some withdrawal. You spent, you know, like five days a week with these people, and then all of a sudden, never. Yeah. And so to have the pictures to look back on, it really meant a lot to me, and it made me realize how special it was to be able to capture those moments and be able to look back on them. Oh, that's pretty magical. So yeah, I, I would continue to shoot at games and then my mother was like, you should join the yearbook club. <laughs> you take such great pictures. So followed my mother's advice. I joined yearbook. I uh, did a ton of shooting for that and I did a ton of, you know, other miscellaneous new media stuff related to that graphic design and all that and then i uh, went to bcit i did new media design and web development we did everything like literally everything and uh after a while because it was web focused i was just like the internet it's too crazy guys like don't don't do it this internet thing i'm not sure it's a good idea what are you talking about the internet's great it gives us so much information and it doesn't spread disinformation and, or hate or um, racism and stuff like and that. And the code yeah. doesn't break every, no. like, two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryan says that's a super stonker lens. Stonker. Yeah. It is indeed a super stonker lens. Canon made it white just so you could always tell when you're being stonked. No, they made it white so that they could stand out in the crowds there, and everyone would know that, like, all the dudes with the white cameras were um, cannon shooters to stand out from Nikon. And also, you know, because I guess white is, like, a powerful color. <laughs> Merlin! <laughs> I mean, for, for a Japanese camera company, they might be a little racist. <laughs> 
it's also it's great for you know it absorbs less of the heat from the sun oh yeah that was the main reason that's yeah. that's a yeah. valid scientific totally, reason that's totally valid got nothing to do with <laughs> anything else yeah i, I kid it's you know <laughs> Yeah, slight sidebar on that. Um, but yeah, I decided internet updating websites didn't want I didn't want that to be the rest of my career, so I decided yeah. to focus on photography because I'd really enjoyed that particular aspect of what we'd done at BCIT, so I went to Langara, did a 2-year professional photography program there. And uh learned a lot along the way and literally met Charles the following fall. Wow. Yeah. So what have been some of the more interesting things or like memorable things that you've done with photography so far that stand out in your mind and like make you feel like this was the right choice for you to make? Ooh, this is a, this is a good question, but also a deep question. Yeah. Sometimes we get deep here. This deep? Yeah. All the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have an aversion. <laughs> I have an aversion to wanting to hold it so close. You you just got to get in there. Yep. It's not going to bite. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. And it really doesn't look like a wiener. I wouldn't really know. Well, I know. And I'm telling you, it's not really. Can yeah. confirm. Can confirm. If your wiener looks like a microphone, you should probably talk to your doctor. I'm just putting that out there. Just probably, probably, probably though. Yeah, no. It's uh, well, not you definitely like should. Like that might definitely. Yeah, that's that's not a healthy thing. Okay. Um. Anyways, <laughs> some of the more was it memorable or? Yeah, like some some of the your like favorite projects or like favorite photos that have stuck out in your mind. Um, or like you know some of your favorite moments from your uh, your time being a perpetual uh, a professional being, <laughs> <laughs> being a professional photographer or even just like in in your hobby times as a photographer um well in a weird way like i guess the examples that kind of come to mind immediately would be the stuff that i've been doing more recently with the instant stuff okay inspired by Merlin. Oh, you. By Merlin. Stop. No. I mean, talk more about that. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, but keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Don't gas me up, but keep doing it, yeah. <laughs> stop. Stop telling everyone on my podcast how great I am. Uh, well, you know, that's... No. But anyways, yeah, t talk about your Instax project. Yeah, so... Inspired by this guy here, who I met April 2nd, according to the photo wall. Yeah, I think you might even be wearing that leather jacket of yours. I am not wearing the... Oh, in the yeah, photo you, I am. you are wearing the leather jacket. I'm wearing jacket the same there. shirt there yeah. that I'm wearing now, but not the leather jacket on top, unfortunately. So before Zena jumps into her, her Instax story... um. I'd seen her lurking about the parking lot here. So we both have studios in the city center artists lodge or motel or hub or whatever the fuck they're calling it now. Um, it used to be a motel. Now we kicked out all the people who lived here and it's a artist studio space. But I would see Le Zena 
just lurking about the parking lot in this like long leather trench coat. <laughs> I bought that leather jacket for twenty dollars um, in New York at a thrift store. Best thing I've ever purchased in my life. It was hilarious though because like you kept making me think about JP from Grandma's Boy. The like you're you're I probably don't even, I don't even know what that is. Well, you're you're too young to remember Grandma's Boy, but I'm you know, sorry for for the old people out there that remember watching Grandma's Boy. It's a great Happy Madison film. Um, you know, she always reminded me of a character from from that, and uh, somehow we ended up becoming friends. And uh, now she's doing an Instax project because of my addiction with uh, instant film and Polaroids and stuff. I don't know if I would call it a project, but it is basically your addiction has spilled into my life and is has been infectious, so now I also have an addiction. <laughs> well, you must hate money too then. Yeah, money's the worst. Uh, Why so have bad. money when you can just throw it all into... Fuji, or, yeah, film, or we could just all become communists or whatever. But you know. sorry, Merlin, <laughs> he hates Fuji film with a passion. Uh, well, I mean, we've talked about that before on on the chat, like why I hate Fuji especially. But you know, I begrudgingly um, appreciate some of their stuff. Like I like my Fuji digital camera, and Instax film is a nice medium. But it is, yeah. And you keep like distracting from. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, so inspired by Merlin and, you know, all of the Polaroids he was taking, I went back into my drawer and I found my Fuji film Instax, like mini 90 Neo classic, whatever super long name that they've given it. Um, It's basically, it shoots Fuji film Instax minis. Well, and, and so the Neo 90 Mini or whatever, that's like the equivalent of the Leica branded Instax Mini. So Wait, what? There's a Leica branded Instax? <laughs> yeah, it's called the Sofort. What? It's the only Leica that I officially own. Wait, what? <laughs> Merlin? It's the, Mer- Merlin? It's the, Merlin? In, it's the douchiest Instax you can buy. Um, it, it's like fucking a thousand bucks for an instax mini yeah i didn't pay that much for it i i found it on craigslist in toronto for like 150 bucks and i was like wait why have i never seen this where is it i don't really bring it out too what's good you're ashamed no it's not that i'm ashamed but i think you're a little bit ashamed no i'll i'll show you my so for it one day i need to see this yeah but it's it's based off of the neo 90 so Okay, it's based off of the Neo 90. Yeah, they so just, Leica they saw it. the Neo 90 and they were like, how can we make this but with sexier curves and no, then charge it does, it a grand? Have curve. It's like blocky. Like what? they made it like super square. And um, I think it does have a glass lens though on it. And then they changed the orientation because like Fuji always does their Instax up and down. And Leica's like, nah, fuck that. We're going to do it sideways. Like I don't know. That's that you're trying a little too hard on that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people paid full price for it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people paid full price for no judgment. A lot of Leicas. If, if you paid full price for um, a Sofort and you enjoy it, I mean, all the more power to you. But um, I like my Sofort. It, it's a nice camera. I've never seen you 
shoot it or even any works any shots that you've done with it well i used it mostly in the before times of when of covid of covid okay. yeah the before times like before the world ended in 2020 um i would always have it in my backpack as like a camera to use to take pictures of strangers like oh, when, okay. I would, when i would give photos to like strangers kind of thing um because polaroid's expensive as fuck but instax mini is yes. a little bit cheaper yes and, and then we haven't been really able to interact with strangers for a couple of years until recently this is a good point i had yeah. not considered that yeah anyways your story yes. about Insta. sorry, sorry. so i decided to dig out my mini 90 neo classic and uh, i just bought a whole bunch of like you know film for that and i started carrying it around and shooting it um around here at the motel or with you we i think we have a couple of shots of uh you actually here in the studio or with yeah, the up, on, up in the wall there's like a couple of instax minis you took i think there's just one now because you've angrily removed the rest no i didn't angrily remove them there's only one well, the other ones are floating around. So okay. Oh, it's the Polaroid Go ones that I'm thinking yeah, of, too. Yeah, yeah. You're a Polaroid... Uh, <coughs> you're a Polaroid... You always pick Polaroid over, over Fuji. Well, if they didn't make such shit instant film cameras, I would be more into that. That's fair. And, I mean, you learned that. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, because you went out, you know, fucking Moneybags Humplink over here. <laughs> fucking goes and buys a mint rf70 because she's like i love instax wide this camera sucks i'm gonna spend all my money listen here guys (laughs) i i tried i really tried to go the pure fuji route and you know i scoured facebook marketplace i found a girl who was clearing out her apartment because she was moving back to toronto and she was selling the Fuji 210, you know, that gray and black plastic doinker that shoots in stacks wide, along with it's 20. Not, it's not the worst one out of all of them, too, though. I know. That's the best. That's the saddest best part. Um, along with 20, Rainbow Films expired, I believe, in like 2017. I mean, the rainbow worked out well for obviously reasons. Yes. The rainbow film actually, like, when I look at the quality of those instant prints, they feel, like, better than the current just regular wides. Well, I mean, it's probably because, like, the chemicals were more cancery when they made that film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that more cancer means prettier pictures. Exactly. More cancer makes better colors. So... Yeah, even though they're shot on the plastic lens doinker, there's just something about those rainbow films that um, look so much better in in some unexplainable way. Could not really could not really quantify it for you exactly. Travis uh, Candy says the Mint RF70 is an awesome camera, and he loves his. So you're in good company. Yes. Um, so I did. I tried to shoot that Fuji 210 for a while, and then I was just I. I couldn't do it anymore because I kept fucking up the framing. And um, also, like, the shutter speed you have, you can do is, like, 164th to, like, 250 or something like that at fixed F14. Yeah, it kind of sucks. You can't even tell it to not flash. 
The, the only Instax wide camera that's nice that I would actually try to buy um, is the AF500. I've heard about that one. It's like it's like a great white buffalo camera. I don't know. How much does that one cost now if you try and find it? <laughs> Too much thanks to hipsters. Like, God damn know, hipsters. Fucking hipsters. Thanks for ruining everything. But also thanks for like spending money on film to like keep film alive. So it's like, I don't know. It's like a double edged sword with hipsters. Can't hipsters can't live with them. Can't live without them. Yeah. Just what like, do you, do? you know, um, cis white men. <laughs> what, what, what do you do? What do you do? Um, yeah. But anyways, I, I just, I went balls to the walls and I, I purchased the RF 70 um it's been a very like different like so first of all instant makes you shoot different in the sense of like you can't just you know pop them off whatever willy-nilly and then just be like oh let's see what works what happens because like you kind of have to be more thoughtful about it you kind of can because like if you got money to spend on an rf70 you can just burn through film i mean you can but like it's still like it's way different from digital which is like that's true the main and only way that I had been shooting prior to this uh, new addiction that I've acquired. So even shooting like just the the mini 90, like you definitely have to plan it out a little better. You only have like 10 exposures per pack, man. Like it's not anywhere close to digital where you're just like, oh, maybe I'll just shoot the same thing like five times at a different, slightly different zoom or angle or whatever. You can try. You you can try, and yeah. you can actually do some cool things with that if you if you choose to. Like um, our friend Martin, he does some really cool like Instax collages almost. Oh, that's cool. That's the guy you were just telling me about, yeah. right? Yeah, Mar- Martin. I'm probably saying this wrong. Uh, Pershal, P R C H A L. Um, he's just like such a phenomenal. Phenomenal artist Um, And he predominantly shoots Black and white film Um, But yeah he does these Fantastic collages where he'll shoot Just like a single subject Or scene or whatever um, All in instant and just like like Either pan his way and kind of like Tilt and change His angle a little bit as he's going along And then literally just tape it together Scan it And you get like the complete image like made up from various instant um prints basically so i mean you can kind of shoot the same scene five times or whatever at a slightly different distance angle whatever you want to do it you you could also use a polaroid instant lab to do that too they're they're kind of spiffy i have not um is that the one that like takes your phone or whatever yeah you put your phone on it and you can make like collages and shit with it have you ever used that yeah i've got one at home oh yeah i got it off of some rich lady in white rock that didn't care about money that's she bought it for her kindergarten class and then was like ah the kids didn't really like it and so it's like i scored it in like six packs of film for like 150 bucks so it was totally worth the drive amazing yeah that's fantastic. And Fuji makes some instant printers too. They do. They do. I've actually been considering picking up um, the Instax wide printer for Charles. 
because okay so sorry we're winding back to my my addiction to instax um anyways so yeah i had i got the doinker i couldn't stand it after a while um but i had brought yeah the mini 90 and the doinker fuji 210 with me on our recent trip to montreal toronto niagara hamilton and uh, i had basically made the choice to shoot just instant uh, you know shout out to the hammer shout out to the hammer yeah um so yeah i decided to just shoot instant on that trip that like two week trip and there's just something about it that's been so liberating in in the sense of like you just shoot it dude and then like that's it there's no there's not a lot of like oh which one's better there's no culling there's no um rating or you know fiddling with the colors and then or yeah there's no lightroom there's no editing yeah and fuck editing like doesn't matter how weird or you know just maybe the exposure is messed up or the colors are kind of funky but whenever people see pictures of themselves like in instant prints they always love it it doesn't really matter you know if it's perfect or not whereas with digital because there's so much detail and um people know you can kind of fiddle with it they're always asking can you edit this can you remove that can you change this or pick another shot it's no shut the fuck up this is what you get bitches <laughs> <laughs> with instant yeah you, you're like it's right here that that's it you you want don't want well, I give I mean, no give. You could scan it and like tweak it around and like do that shit. Yeah, but it's not the same. Oh, so you're a purist now? I I a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. I feel really hesitant. Like I scan all of my instant prints, and um, I will do what I can to like remove like you know major amounts of dust that may have made their way into the scan. And if there's like rainbow wavies, I try to do my best to remove those without like altering the image underneath or i scan i'll do like one scan of the wide just flat and then it will kind of miss some of the details and then i'll like toss on a, a mini on the back of the wide and then put the scanner <laughs> lid on to kind of like flatten it a little bit and then you get some rainbow wavy so i kind of use yeah those are called newton rings yeah and so then you need to get some anti-newton ring glass to get rid of those i'm not i'm not there yet i'm not quite at that level but you just dropped all that coin on an rf70 and you can't buy a piece of I'm, fancy glass and that idiot that just scans every shot twice and then photoshops them so that they're less rainbowy no. <laughs> i'm out here doing my best man <laughs> um where was i even going with that uh <laughs> i can't remember i did rail to you and da, da, da. anyways that that derailment was brought to you by uh topo chico hard seltzer um you know if you want a taste of mexico with a hint of mango topo chico hard seltzer how are you liking that so far it's really good i like it topo chico is one of my favorite drinks so when i found out they made adult versions of it even better big boy big boy drinks yeah sponsor me please Yes, because our podcast is so related to 
Hey, I, I would throw a plug in for uh, Topo Chico Hard Seltzer, um, you know, every episode if they would like friend send me like, you know, free booze mall. Someone, someone in the chat, hook us up, point us to the right person. I don't think anyone in the chat has any juice with Topo Chico. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure there's not one of those seven people? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the seven people um, hanging out with us right now. Um, and then like, yeah, the countless who will listen to this later on uh you guys are the greatest of all time uh travis candy said the one thing about instax is he wishes that they had a different speed of film and not just 800 iso that's a good point yeah but that's why you buy the mint rf70 and then you buy the nd filters for more money because there's only iso 800 because you hate money yeah who needs that <laughs> well i mean everybody does but you know capitalism it's the best so other than instax what have been one of your other favorite thing like favorite photo you've taken favorite photo i've taken yeah Ooh, that's a hard one um But I've also, honestly, I've taken, like, some of the shots I've taken on insects have been <laughs> phenomenal lately. Um, if you love insects so much, why don't you just marry it? Oh, no. Where did... Merlene. Oh, shit. Sorry. Just a sec. I have to Oh, go you got to zoom out. Just, just keep talking. I'm just... Here I am. I'm talking. I'm watching Merlin zoom, zoom me out here. I'm too zoomed in. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can play it again if you want. No, if Charles shows up, I will. Uh, if Charles shows up, I'll play it for him. Okay, the price is Charles. Yeah, or I'll, I'll play this one when he shows up. I'll be like, um, no, oh, it's Charles. Ah, noodles. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you, damn kids. <laughs> Okay, another one of my favorite shots that I've taken, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think I have it posted on my Instagram. It's a shot of one of our friends, um, Johnny Robertson. He is one of our friends who has uh, like a giant farm basically out in Niagara or slash Stevensville, Ontario. And... um, his uh, sister and his like uh, niece and nephew were living uh, in the farm for the last year or so, I believe. And the last time we visited them in May, we no May, no September, the previous September, um, everyone was there. It was great. It was like fantastic to kind of feel like we were, we were all living in a little little family together there. And um, his niece Sienna was like, I think she was 13. Um, and she's just like the most badass girl you've ever seen. She is jacked. First of all, she's jacked. And she was playing tackle football on a boys like U14 team or something like that. Like she was 12 or 13. She was like a year or two younger than the boys 
of this football team and she was playing with just the boys. Holy shit. So she's That's impressive. Freaking badass. And she could do push ups in sets of fifty just because like why not at that rate? And that, she That's a bit intense. She also got into MMA fighting. At thirteen. Yeah. Like that Like that that's like the UFC shit, right? Yeah. That's like the gayest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> No judgment here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no not judging here. it, but it's just like I was I was at this like dinner in Kamloops like a couple months ago with all of these like very like intense like brosives. Uh-huh. And uh, the UFC fight came on and they're all like they're really into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like man, this looks almost like, you know, oiled up Greco-Roman wrestling, you know, with a lot of I thought they were going to like make out at some point. No judgment. I, I was just like, wow, this, this is like, you know, really rugged intimacy. Yeah, except for instead of being oiled up, it's you're lubed up with each other's blood. I mean, I'm, I don't kink shame. Like, you know, whatever floats your boat. But anyways, this child <laughs> <laughs> does the grappling. Segway back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so full disclosure, <laughs> I think, like, MMA is, like, super gay. Just with, the, like, with all the grappling and the touching and, and all, and, like, the skimpiness. It's just, like, it, it almost looks like the start of, like, a porno. Because, like, there's, like, no, like, narrative for most of the pornos out there. So it's just, like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, I mean, I'm pretty damn sure there's probably pornos that have, like, MMA like storylines. Oh, there to, probably are. Absolutely. There probably yeah. are. Yeah. Um anyways, back to this child that's like a beast. Yes. <laughs> back to Sienna. <laughs> um anyways, uh we wanted to do a shoot with her um just around the farm. This it, it was like a beautiful there's like yeah, it's just some beautiful like old antique furniture in the home as well as like some great like old kind of barn looking buildings and we wanted to kind of make it into like you know a tough kind of like training vibe where we we uh got her some wraps for her hands and um we did a couple different setups we did one shot charles really wanted which was her like in the bathtub like with her full wraps and everything and her full fighting gear it looks really cool and then we did one shot that I clicked off, which was like her sitting in one of the antique chairs upstairs, and behind her is like the window mm-hmm. where the light is coming through, and it's like it's cold light because it's it's daylight, and um, but inside the entire um, room, like the walls are all like yellow, a little bit warm. The chair is also like warm toned. So from the window to the wall, from the was, window to the pretty yeah. wa- it was pretty warm. Yes. Yes, it was. Well, no, the window was cold. Oh, okay. The window was cold. uh, So warmed up from the window to the wall. Yes. Yes. That's what happened with the light. Um, And so we put, yeah, Sienna in like this really beautiful antique chair and uh, she's got her wraps and everything. And I kind of like put myself slightly behind the corner of the wall and I snapped a shot of her kind of like looking 
around a little bit pretty intensely. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's going to just mess you up, dude. It, it sounds like she will probably mess someone up at some point. Oh, yeah. Without, yeah. Okay. without even... What is words? <laughs> I think you need whatever this is that, that you're uh, enjoying there. It's uh, the park side, I believe. This is, is it Dawn? Yes, Dawn Pilsner. Is that like some sort of like local like brewery? Micro it brewery is. Kind of? Okay. It is. They are um, out in Port Moody. Nice. I like Port Moody. It's Port Moody's kind of beautiful. It, it really is. And then there's that lake that's like up behind Bunsen Lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which a uh, horror movie was uh, shot there. I'm sure. With, um, fuck, what was it? I know Betty White was in it. Betty White? Yeah, Betty fucking White. She was, she was in, he's like, I don't know. I can't remember what the hell it was. If anyone recalls that in the chat or is listening to this later. And feel I feel free like, to like Ryan's got to be able to come through for us on that. If he's still here, I don't know. Ryan, find out. Betty White, horror movie. Bunsen water, Lake. Bunsen Lake. <laughs> and more. Yeah. But yeah, Port Moody is absolutely gorgeous. And there is like a fantastic kind of like brewer's row. There is. And um, we had actually uh, shot Charles and I some of their uh, their merch for them, I think two summers ago. And so... Did they give you free beer? Well, we were like, you know, you could pay half of this shoot in cash and half in beer. We wouldn't be upset about it. So now we, uh, especially for like our studio open house that we had um, last week or no, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks now. Yeah, time's flying by. It 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 does. Time does that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for yeah, like our studio open house and and events like that, like we just grab a couple of flats and it's all covered. Nice. Yeah. See, kind of like, well, it's not really sponsored because they're like paying you back in kind kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. But, um, yeah, shout out to the Parkside Brewery. Shout out to Pomo. Shout out to Pomo. Yeah. For sure. Yes, it's Port Moody. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That is, in fact, Port Moody. (laughs) (laughs) That that whole area is kind of, like, I used to live in Port Moody, like, when I lived in Vancouver back in the day. And I found that like area kind of interesting because you've got Port Moody, you have Porco Quillum, mm-hmm. you got Burquillum. Oh yeah. And what is it? It's like Coburquillum or some shit. Like there's like all those amalgamations of like there's shit. It's just regular Coquitlam. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just Burnaby. Was there like Burk? Did you already say Burquitlam? Yeah, yeah, Burquitlam. Burquitlam. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like every suburb, but like remixed. They just with like, each other again yeah. yeah yeah i used to live by the refinery in port moody oh yeah like kind of near college parkway it was like it was nestled right in a residential area which was hilarious because like you know is that suncor ah fuck i don't know some oil company um but yeah Oh, and fuck, I lived here when they hit the pipeline and, like, it spewed fucking crude all over um, the low heat highway. That's super fucked up. What year was that? Oh, a long time ago. I'm, I'm a old. child. Um, I don't know, 
like fucking 2006, somewhere in there, maybe 2005. I was 10 or 9 years old. Mm, I wasn't. <laughs> um, I was driving home from work, and that was like my regular route home, and uh, there was all this commotion. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I like pulled over by the uh, gas station that's at the corner before you go down Low Heat Highway and like walk down and it was just like all of these homes covered in crude oil. Oh shit. Oh, it was fucked up. Some bad shit. But people have short memories. So, you know, go go pipeline. Oil can't live with it. Can't live without it. Am I right? Lake Placid. Yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, 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 Lake Placid. Some people came on through. Ryan Ryan came through and then just another Sarah said uh Lake Placid. Oh, shout out Sarah. <laughs> Word up, Sarah. That's my girl. <laughs> like, your girl go? Out in T.O. Oh, damn. Hi, Sarah. I've heard big things. Yeah, nice, nice to virtually meet you. You can meet her on the 7th when she comes to visit Vancouver. Oh, man, that's a, that's a lot of pressure. It's going to it's gonna be one of the studio open houses. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be wild. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you'll probably fucking see me at my worst then. <laughs> you mean you won't be at your best after shooting, like, a hundred freaking, um, what's it called? Well, I don't know. Pack film portraits? <laughs> I do have a little bit left, so I, I can do some portraits. We just had, like, a an open house for this amalgamation of artists here two weekends ago. And I was doing pack film portraits with this, like super sweet laser laser cats background thing from like oh, we should like turn the camera around uh, it's, it, it's a mess but here maybe i can i can like should i get all your negatives <laughs> get all my negatives they're all oh. just sitting there well you can't you can't see them really well um there's like a massive pile of them there is. I, I one day I've got to figure out how to bleach them. Yeah, he keeps talking about he's gonna bleach bleach his negatives, but he's never actually gone and done it. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold my uh, my phone up to the camera. You tell me when it looks good. When when it looks good, okay. No, it doesn't. Oh, ooh, uh, yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of uh, reflection going on here. That yeah, that's decent. There we go. Look at that. Lasers. Freaking sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. Freaking laser beams. <laughs> yeah, it was the best $20 I spent on Amazon. Um, and yeah, if you're in the Vancouver area, um, the next couple, or I guess every weekend in August, we're having an open house, it looks like. No, we're just doing the 6th, 7th, and 13th. Why the but, 13th is so fucking unlucky? I don't know. And then, like, you know, the Vancouver Meal Fest goes to the 14th, but they just said fuck it and didn't give us one on the 14th. I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, Vancouver Meal Fest, whatever. But if you come on the 7th, guys, there will also be another drag brunch. Oh. And I believe some, like, public disco or dance or something like that. And, like, a million percent, your kids will be fine if they see, like, drag queens or drag kings. Don't worry about that. It's it's totally, totally safe. They can still be straight after that. Yes. Confirmed. Yeah. 
And if they do end up being gay later on, it's not because of the drag brunch. Yes, I did not go to a single drag brunch as a child, but I turned out gay, so I don't know. Yeah, I've met I don't know par- what happened I've there. I've met your parents, and I have no idea how you became gay from, like, those two. At, it, yeah. The math doesn't really add up, but... I, I would almost think that you should be, like, an evangelical, like... Evangelical? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, you know, evangelical fucking... Um, conservative conservative oh yeah. no yeah, yeah. merlene <laughs> i'm s- <laughs> i'm worried <laughs> i'm worried yeah so i mean yeah it is not it's not drag kings or drag queens okay yeah confirmed but, but I do I do have some pack film left, so I'll be yes. doing portraits. So if you're in the Vancouver area, um, you can come get some very, very cheap pack film portraits. Probably too cheap. He's literally I'm, doing it at cost. I'm not giving them away. It's ten bucks. I might the, make him fifty. The price list is literally still there from the last uh studio open house. Yeah. I thought about making him fifteen, but then I'd have to reprint that and I just well, whatever. Your printer's literally right there, dude. Yeah, but the yellow toner is almost out, and I don't want to know how much that's going to cost me. That's fair. That's <laughs> that's a that's a honking beast. Yeah, of a it, printer. It's, it's a big printer. Which so, reminds me. Oh, what's that? You never printed our poster. I know. I fucked up. Merlene. It's okay. But you guys still had a successful time, anyways. We we did. Yeah. We did. I just got super busy. There was like probably a couple hundred people that came through here. Yeah, I know. It was shocked. Like, because yeah. your studio is not even like visible for, no. to anyone aside from anyone who like goes into the cave and commits to going up to the stairs of death. Yeah, the stairs are a little sketchy. Like nothing about any of that area is welcoming or interesting to say the least. Yeah, I'm surprised that, like, we haven't found people sleeping in there or, like, you know, relieving themselves in in there. Knock on, knock on wood, Knock dude. on wood. Knock no. on wood. Don't poop in front of my door, please. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that, everyone? Yeah. Do not poop in front of Merlin's door. It's a poop-free zone. Well, also because his doormat says fuck off. Oh, don't say that. Now people are going to be able to find my fucking studio. Shit. Dick. I fucked up. Yeah, well, if you do find it, like, knock. If I'm not around, then send me a DM. Happy to show people my studio. I just don't want strangers here. That's fair. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Dick. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Zeta. The fuck? <laughs> I mean, Idiot. That, that, that was, like, one thing that sort of, like, kind of freaked me out a little bit about the open house was, like, all these strangers have been up in our shit and they've seen like all the stuff we have. And then it's just like, Oh no. What, what happens? They've seen all your toys. Well, they said they saw all of our toys. Everyone saw everyone's spaces. Well, not everyone. It's like 50 people. Yeah. Are you, are you and Charles going to be doing anything special for this next one? Um, I think we're going to do something similar to what we did this last time which was just put up another show of prints and maybe what we'll do is uh just take take what we did and make it bigger it was actually a pretty cool collage yeah 
Yeah. We're going to do, I think we would just do more is more. That's fair. More prints and uh, more, more in stacks. Cause I hate money. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys going to try and sell any, like sell prints or anything or. We're not really, we don't like actively try to sell our prints, I guess. I, we did have some people approach us and say that they were interested in potentially buying some prints from us, but mm. um, it's kind of only at people's requests if they really, really fall in love with a piece. Um, otherwise, yeah, like the stuff we do is mostly commercial or, you know, editorial. It's like it's for a specific purpose. It's not... We got all that fancy gear. You should set up like a green screen or something. A green screen? Yeah. And then you could do like portraits anywhere. Because it's COVID times. You know, you could be like, yo, you want your like family to look like you've been in Paris all weekend and not sweating your balls off with a bunch of strangers in a weird motel? We can hook you up with that. You're welcome. Can't you already do that though with like Apple photo booth or like the Zoom backgrounds? Yeah, but it doesn't look as good. You could do it with like professional gear and then you make money. Because you got that photo printer there. It's not huge though. It's big enough. Merlin, I just got finished telling you how much I love instant photography because I don't have to do any editing. Well, then fine, whatever. I'm not going to tell you to do instant portraits because that's biting what I'm going to be. Oh, there's selling. competition now. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what you could do, though, is buy yourself the Instax wide printer. Oh. And then you could, like, take shots with your fancy pantsy camera, but then spit out an Instax wide. So I still have to edit people to look like they've been in Paris? Is that... No, just get... I don't know, fucking Hogwarts backgrounders. You can't do the laser background because that's my shtick. What if I do the same background, but I change the color of the lasers? That'd be a dick move. <laughs> can't Friend. believe you stole my $20 fucking Friend. background from Amazon, dude. Friends off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you actually spent another $20 to get the same background. I don't think you can change the color. Like Amazon only had one color. And it's like super cheap. Yeah, I don't I don't know how long that's gonna last, if I'm gonna be brutally honest. Yeah, long enough. I mean it paid for itself already. It feels like it's already semi transparent, like what's going on there. It was always semi transparent. It's that cheap. But then when you like hit it with the flash, doesn't matter. It looks black. Shit. Magic. Well, I don't know. The sun that comes through your studio here, I mean, it's gorgeous, but it's also, like, it's, it's searing. It's so fucking hot. Like, this time of day, my, my fucking studio starts to turn into, like, an oven. And thank God we don't pay hydro, and I have a working air conditioner in here, because, like, that bitch is, like, fucking working overtime right now. Yeah, I know. Every time I come in here, you're, like, cranking the AC all the way down. Yeah, that's my privilege. Yeah, we don't have that privilege. I know. You you chose wrong. We did. Yeah. What can I say? We Everyone else on your floor has an we AC. We straight up we chose wrong. Yeah. But, you know, we have a great neighbor. Shout out to Lele. Lele. We love Lele. Lele's good shit. I like Lele. She's a fantastic tattoo artist. And um, 
a hilarious, badass boss lady. And she has way too many plants, Lele. If you are listening or you ever listen, ma'am, you have too many plants. But she is the real MVP. She really is. Yeah. Her and Meredith. Meredith's pretty awesome. I like Meredith. Meredith is definitely a motel MVP. She really is. Yeah, she's she's the best. Shout out Murdereth. Yeah. If you need some sweet ceramics, yes. Check out Safe Milk Studio. Yes. That's it, right? Or is it just Safe Milk? I can't remember. Just look up Safe Milk on <laughs> Instagram and you'll find really sweet ceramics. And if you need a snack and you're like in the Ab- oh, neighborhood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, we're at Main and Sixth. Um, Meredith also runs our snack machine here. Yeah, she runs a vending machine. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty cool. And um, once <coughs> she uh, accumulates enough profits from the vending machine, she will invest in a beverage machine. Yeah, I know. It's fancy. And she's a good business person because she's not following like the underpants gnome methodology of business, which never works for anybody. What is the underpants gnome? you never seen that episode of South Park with the underpants gnomes? No. They were trying to be crafty entrepreneurs, and so it was like they had a three-step system. Step one, steal the underpants. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. Profit. Yeah? Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the thing that's weird is um, I've met so many businesses that seem to subscribe to the underpants method. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's alarming, yeah. Ryan knows all about the underpants method. First the V-flats, then the BKG the background. background. Yeah. What is he talking about? He said to put the V-flats behind the background. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a clever idea, but, you know. Also, if anyone needs two-by-fours, I have a whole bunch of two-by-fours here. <laughs> um, you know, wood's expensive, and I've got free wood, so come get it. Free wood. Yeah. In Vancouver. I will not ship this wood. You have to come pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to let that one sit. (laughs) That one, that one is totally speaks for itself right there. Who stole both? What are you talking about? Ryan says I stole both. I think he stole both, right? This guy. Stole both of what? I, I don't know. I'm a law-abiding citizen, sir. Ryan, you need to... Steal anymore. Stealing, what, two-by-fours? Oh, no, I didn't steal them. They were from the um, Little Mountain Gallery. Used to be up on Main and 27th, I think. It's gone now. It's all torn down. I know. It yeah. was sad. It was very sad. I love that place. Yeah, part of it lives on in my shelves. Little Mound Gallery, you're yeah. still here with us exactly. right now. Yeah. You live in the shelves. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty proud of the shelves. There were some hard work there. They actually look very very good. Like I'm everyone who comes in here and you tell them that you built those shelves yourself, they're like highly highly impressed. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> you know, Merlin, we really didn't think you were capable of much, but then like, we saw your shelves. You did that all by yourself? Good for you. Oh my god, that's so amazing. Like you can you can screw in wood. Yeah, well, you know and paint it. I I did paint it. But I was okay building those because they're not over my head versus like Yeah. the studio side there. You know, I didn't want to build that and die by my own hand. But if you die by someone else's hand, well, I watched the dude do like chin ups and shit on them. So it's like, you know, that thing is going nowhere. You're like, I refuse to pay you until you do some chin ups to prove. No, he did it on his own. He's like, look at how strong this is. I'm like, holy shit, I can't do that. Good for you. And he was he was short enough that he was able to jump on it when he got up there. So, wait, what? <laughs> Merlin. He's not that short, but he did like... Was this built by Smurfs? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't built by Smurfs. It was built by a good friend of mine. By a single Smurf. No, he's not a Smurf. He's like... He's a very stout man. He's very like sturdy and, and, and buff. When you say he's and not a Smurf, he's just a very st- a stout man that's not really... Well, like Smurfs are tiny and blue, and they uh, they get fucked over by that. What's that guy? Uh, Gargamel. He fucks with them all the time. Fuck Gargamel. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> when I used to work at Speaker City, this guy Tyler, I fucking miss Tyler. He's in Sweden right now. Shout out to Tyler if you're like listening or watching this at any point. Um, he would always phone in to the shop and ask like the weirdest fucking questions. But his favorite one that he'd like do every once in a while, he'd phone up and be like, yo, I got an important question. So, yo, what's up? You know the Smurfs, right? There's that fucking guy with the cat that was always fucking with him all the time. What's the fucking name of that guy? It's like, what, Gargamel? He's like, yeah, fucking Gargamel. Fuck yeah, thanks, man. And just like hang up. It's like, fuck Gargamel, asshole. You should make stickers of that. Fuck <laughs> That's like a very Merlin thing to do. I think I think this is your next sticker project. I mean it could be. Sure, why not? I feel like Gargamel can be, you know he can represent a lot of things in society that we're just we're just not down for. I got the Smurf stuck in my head. You gonna add that to the soundboard? What's your favorite cartoon? My favorite cartoon. Oh, I'm going to have to think about that for a second. I enjoyed um, Gravity Falls. Ooh, Gravity Falls was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, here we go. Long, long ago, deep in the forest, (laughs) there was a hidden village where tiny creatures lived. They call themselves Smurfs. They were good. They were good. As opposed to bad. Yeah, because Gargamel's the bad guy. Then the Smurfs were the was good one. Gargamel. Yeah. Evil Fuck wizard. you, Gargamel. He was bad. Ooh, he was I bad. Smurfs. He ain't Smurfs. I'll get you. I'll get all of you. I'll get you. I'll get all of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get 
I always wonder what was up with his like little red shoes. Is this just the red scare? Is this communism? It might be. Oh my god, guys, we've 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 gone to the bottom of it. Gargamel is, is communism. Whoa. Okay. Holy shit, guys. But that was Did we just solve that? That wasn't the one. Where was the the is this the one? Yeah. This is the one I was looking for. There's a fucking dragon in the Smurfs. Dude, I never even watched this, dude. I didn't realize there was a fucking dragon in the Smurfs. Couldn't couldn't tell you. Oh fuck. Do you ever watch the raccoons? No. Oh my god. You kids didn't have any good TV growing up. You fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> you just watched lame ass. What are you talking about lame? No, I mean me. There, there was the Care Bears? Yeah, Care Bears. You got no Care Bears. I, I, I did get to watch some Care Bears, actually. They, they they aired that on YTV. Care Bear Stare. Yeah. Which Care Bear would you be? Um, I don't remember their names, if I'm going to be uh, brutally just, honest. Just make, just make up a Care Bear of like your your favorite personality trait. Um, Can you can you say Care Care Bear? Care Care Bear? <laughs> I'm a Care 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 Bear. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't say Care, and care, 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 care bear. Care, care. But what would when you do your care, care bear stare? Like, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just care, care bear stare. But what would it be? Like, you're supposed to shoot out some superpower from your belly. <laughs> what is? What do care bears even shoot out of their belly to start with? There's fucking superpowers. What is that? I don't know. Whatever. It's caring. But it's whatever their specific brand of caring is. Like what? What's the other? What's the other brand of caring? I don't know. I literally came up with care care bear because I don't remember the other ones. <laughs> I'm I, doing I, my best here, man. I'd be like sad care bear. Sad care just, bear. Yeah, and just be like my care bear. So be like, Mwah. it would. It would be like what this one? No, not that one. <laughs> that would that would be like my care bear stare. Like your care is sad. Yeah. Like it. Just it only makes it halfway. It just like and then fizzles out. It's just like a poot. It just kind of it doesn't even. It just goes it's like. A poot. <laughs> <laughs> My care is a poot. It's just a little poot where it's just like, yeah, or like an eeyore. An eeyore, okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, so you're still shooting care, but like it just it doesn't really. It's like an apathetic care. It's an. <laughs> you're like I kind of care, but I don't like. Like I want to care, but like, it's just a lot of energy. Oh. Yeah. So is that like virtue signaling? No. No, because like virtue signaling, you're grifting for something. Okay. Yeah, you want people to think that you care. Right. And it's like. I don't really care if people think that I don't care or not. Okay. It's just like, I try. And then it's like, meh. Your try care bear? 
I'm dry bear. Yeah, I'm dry bear. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, yeah. This is like when I go to do my Care Bear stare, it's like an engine trying to like turn over and it just doesn't. It just quite. never does. It's like, or no, it does for like two seconds and then it dies. And then, yeah, it starts as like pow, 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 and then it just stops. Like fucking Uncle Buck's thing. That's probably. I, even I'm my child. I'm sorry. You don't know Uncle Buck either? Jesus. John fucking Candy. I got nothing. Got you, nothing. You do know who John Candy is, that right? Maybe if I saw a picture of him. Oh my god. Where is education today? I don't know. Come this on. is turning out to be very embarrassing for me this entire episode, if I'm gonna be here, let's see. The, really honest. Got you you got John Candy is like a fucking Canadian legend in like you know this guy. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's a legend. SCTV. He played Johnny LaRue. I am a child. Well, you know, you need some culturing. I'm teasing you. Just do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Anyways. Do my best, guys. Let's bring this back that was into tri-bear photography. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Tribear. You're Care Care Bear. <laughs> I'm Care Care Bear. <clears throat> yeah. What do you what Care Bear do you think Charles would be? Ooh, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to think about that for a second. I mean, he would of course be some sort of like fast talking Jewish Care Bear, but like what would you call that? But like th- I don't know. There's just so, there's so many like mench bear, mench bear. Yeah. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> Am I gonna get canceled? <laughs> yeah, and then he just like you know shoots like matzo ball soup out because <laughs> it's like Jewish penicillin. It's good for you. <laughs> Charles, I'm so sorry you're not here to speak on your own behalf. <laughs> When he gets here, if like when I have an episode with him, that will be a follow up question. But to be fair, Mench Bear is actually a pretty good yeah. Care Bear name. Yeah, just arguably be like, better than Care Care Bear, and it, definitely yeah. better than Tri Bear. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Schmuck Bear. Schmuck Bear, <laughs> you, f- you schmuck. You, you're not. You don't care. Stop lying to me. You're schmuck. So what's been a project you've done with Charles and your commercial side of things that has been something that memorable to you that's like left an indelible mark? An indelible mark. Indelible. Yeah. That's like, like a, on my soul and like my spirit. $10 word there. It is a $10 word. You're welcome. Um, an indelible mark. Mm-hmm. I would say... Like all of the photos that we shot for our friends out in Sayward on Vancouver Island. Shout out to uh, Maddie and Kachka and Little Natty at Lazy Acres. Ooh, sounds fancy. Lazy Art, sorry, Lazy Acres Farm and Suites, I believe, is the full name. Uh, it's a beautiful, I think, is it 30 acre property? That sounds huge. Out in Sayward that they have. There's like a river that runs through it. They have 
trails that you can go hiking in. There's like river beaches that you can fish on. There's elk that are regularly passing through the property. They have a beautiful like cedar sauna. And um, I think amazing. they have chickens. Hmm. I love the chickens. We had fresh eggs every day. Did you chase the chickens? Maybe a little bit. I definitely shot the chickens, but with my camera. Oh, it's going to be like, Zena, spicy. I have never fired a firearm. I have. I'm sure you have. Was it a big boy gun, though, or was it like, (laughs) (laughs) was it a doinker? (laughs) Well, like, my dad tried to take me hunting when I was a kid, and, um... I didn't really have stomach for killing things, but I did get to shoot the gun a couple of times. It was some sort of like fancy rifle. Um, and then a customer event in Vegas, like years back, we took them to a shooting range and that was some like crazy stuff. We had to use like a, I think it was an MP4. It's like an assault machine gun kind of thing, a little, little tiny guy. And then like a Glock nine millimeter. And, um, I got to say the machine gun was like super underwhelming because it just was over so fast. Like, you know, probably your experience, if you ever like at some point in your life hooked up with a man, you'd probably be very similar to the MP4 where it's just, you pulled the trigger and it's like, Brap! and then it was like done. And you're like, what? that's it. Didn't even really feel it. Yeah, how many seconds of uh, firing did you get out of that? Like seconds. Like that was it. It was just like, I pulled the trigger and then like, it was just done. Yeah. Like almost immediate. But then the handgun, that was a bit more memorable because it felt very dangerous. Because, like, it's got this thing that, like, comes back, and the guy's like, Make sure to watch out where you put your thumb because if you, it'll bite you if you don't have it in the right spot. And I'm like, Bite me? He's like, Yeah, the whole thing comes back. Take your fucking thumb off. And I'm like, Okay, well, I'm now I'm really nervous about this thing. And that felt really dangerous because it was such a, a tiny thing in your hand and your. I like that a lot more than the machine gun. You like the thing that can take your thumb off. Yeah, it felt more dangerous. You're a true thrill seeker. Well, it was more thrilling, yeah. But, you know, I'm not that much of a thrill seeker. I'm pretty boring. Uh, You've you've lived. You've lived through some pretty interesting stuff, I think. Yeah, but I drive a Volvo. Like, I mean, that says pretty much. You would drive a Volvo. (laughs) If you were not already driving a big boy truck. I still have the Volvo. You do, but you daily drive the big boy truck. Yeah, but that's just a thing of circumstance. For everyone out there that doesn't know. She's teasing Merlin literally just needs a pair of truck nuts. No truck nuts. He is. Living his best hillbilly life. The problem with truck nuts is the next step is one of those stickers that says member of a fringe minority. And then, you know, I'll be showing up at like, you know, protests about freedom and stuff. And like truck nuts are a slippery slope. Yeah, you have the massive truck. All it needs is nuts. No nuts. No. It's not that mad. There's bigger trucks out there. There are bigger trucks, but. Mine's like the Asian size truck of the truck world. I mean, technically, yeah, but, like, compared to most other vehicles, that thing is massive, man. That's smaller than a minivan. Is it really? Because every time you make turns, I'm nervous for you. (laughs) 
every time you drive through the motel parking lot here and you try to make your way around those turns, especially that egg, like that corner to get around. Oh, that corner exit. Like that's it's, there's not a lot of space left. So my, my work gave me a Toyota Tacoma as my fleet vehicle for, for an interim period, which she's saying is like wicked massive, but it's not. It's big, man. It's not that big. I'm a small human. Well, yeah, you are. I mean, you drive what, a Camry? No, I drive a 2009 Toyota Corolla. Oh, Jesus. Even smaller than a Camry. Even smaller. So of course it looks big to you because you drive like a like a like clown car basically. Hey man, the Toyota Corolla is <laughs> is the car that takes a lick and it keeps on ticking. It's so reliable. It's been it's been amazing. It's peppy too, you know. From the zero to sixty, she's she's snappy. Sixty to a hundred, no bueno. That's fair. Yeah. One hundred and uh, above. Actually, she's pretty good. Toyota Corolla, two thousand and nine. Yeah, the official first car of um, you know middle aged kids that had or middle aged people that had kids, or the official car of divorced dads. That's fair. Yeah, my wife got the minivan, so all I got was the Corolla. But honestly, though, it like it does everything I need it to do, and I I love it. That's fair. Like. You know, some people are all like, I want heated seats and I want a steering wheel heater and I want it to do Bluetooth and have Apple CarPlay. I'm I like, fucking love Apple Fuck CarPlay. all that. I just need a CD player. I put Apple CarPlay in my 2007 Volvo. Don't need that. Don't need any of that. I love it. It's the best. No. It also has heated seats. Fuck that. Love heated seats. It's so luxurious. No, I want I want my ass to be cold. And like your heart. <laughs> I'll just listen here. Listen here, Tri Bear. Whatever, Schmuck Bear. <laughs> I thought we agreed I would be Care Care Bear. Okay, Care Care Bear. So. Do you and do you and Charles have any projects you're working on outside of your commercial work that you're excited about or like, you know, considering or Oh my god, I totally didn't even finish my story about lazy acres, dude. We got sidetracked by chickens. Oh and yeah, then fucking chickens. Okay, fin- finish finish lazy acres. Okay, sorry. So yeah, we had shot like a whole bunch of sh- um photos of like the amenities that you could do there. And the nature and um, also like all of the interiors of the suites that they have available that you can go to rent. And it is like truly like a very beautiful, wonderful property. And the host family is incredibly um, friendly and knowledgeable and also just adorable. Like these people are adorable, sweet, and their daughter Natty is freaking like just the cutest cute as a button she's like i think she's three or four now okay um and so like yeah if you stay there it's 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 a very like family wholesome cute vibe and um so charles and i had gone up there when they were first opening up to shoot all like the promo stuff and 
to like have that space to roam and explore and you know even just sit and watch the nature roll by like the different clouds and weather patterns and uh light moving throughout the day yeah like they're literally you can see the mountain like from like there's a house and then you can see like this big mountain kind of behind it so everywhere you look from the house or like when you walk around the property there's like just a gorgeous view and if you like spend enough time there you can see it changing throughout the day and yeah it was just like a beautiful wonderful experience to be one out in nature and then two to be kind of given free reign to shoot whatever kind of catches our eye but also helps to showcase the property and you know all of the amenities and beautiful things that you can do there it sounds pretty majestic yeah and like it was just yeah very liberating and a little bit spiritual in a way to have that time out there and to be given complete like kind of creative and just artistic control over what we chose to shoot and i feel like I'm very proud of a lot of the things that we shot there. And it was a huge step for me in my own career in general. And um, my artistic kind of vision and voice in our partnership. That's very cool. Yeah. You have to show me some of those photos. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm super proud of all the photos we shot there. You should put some of them in your collage. In my collage of uh, on the wall. Do, yeah. yeah, there is one photo there actually oh, already. Well, point it out next time. Yeah, it's a photo of um, Maddie's friend Dylan, who is a stonemason, I believe. Um, there's like this beautiful, like, watering hole kind of near, like, that's attached to the river, that there's this, like, giant leaning tree. And under the leaning tree, there's like a log that kind of runs under the water. Mm-hmm. And it acts as a little bit of like a platform above like just the regular dirt in the in the river. So when you if you follow along kind of that log, it's almost like you're walking on water, but like underneath this beautiful shade and like covering of like this tree that's like leaned at a super like like 45 or like even harsher degrees. And it's got all like the, the greenery and the... I don't know. It's almost like a willow tree almost. Okay. That's that's greenery that's hanging down and you're kind of like in this like surreal, natural kind of, I don't know what I would call it. Like a, it's just a, it's a beautiful, like a natural heaven almost. I don't know how to, how else to describe it. Um, yeah. So I have a, a shot of Dylan walking across that um, log and it looks like, yeah, he's basically walking on water. Oh, shit. Ah, God damn it. I screwed it up again. I was, like, trying to click on, like, Wave It Sabrina. I got to fix it this time. Oh. I'm the worst. You're waving at everyone, Merlin. You're really loose with that waving. Does everyone like the way that I'm wearing my headphones? This is, I feel like a DJ. 
you know? Yeah, you're like a DJ that's about to... Uh, about to drop a sick beat here. Make the drop. You got to do the, like... What is it? Yeah, yeah, that one. You were saying nature so much. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It, it just made me think of this, like, ridiculous, like, Will Ferrell thing. What even is that from? Like SNL or something? Yeah, he was, he was playing like Robert Goulet. Where, where he's, where he's That's why I come up here. Nature Goulet. It's <laughs> 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 like Robert Goulet is ridiculous because he just like croons all the time. Ba 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 boo ba 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 ba. Yeah. In a K car. Anyways. Out of nature. Out in nature, you know, wanting to fight, like, you know, fucking goats and shit. Shit, man. Sometimes you just gotta fight a goat. I don't know. <clears throat> Sometimes you do, yeah. I've never fought a goat, but... Yeah, I haven't fought a goat either. I kind of assumed so, because you said you didn't really have the stomach to, like, kill animals, so... I didn't... You don't really strike me as the type to, like, square up with a goat. The, the horns kind of seem alarming. I, I my high school friend though was very obsessed with goats. He, he called himself Goat Boy, and um, you know, yeah, loved all things goat themed. He had like a nineteen sixty nine Ford Montiego that was like gold and cream colored with like a gold crushed velvet interior that he called the Goat Mobile. The Goat Mobile. Yeah, yeah, he's he was an interesting cat, Goat Boy. What what is the special power of a goat or goat boy in general? Like, what is what's the benefit of calling yourself goat boy versus Batman? Or well, he he called himself goat boy because it was originally meant to be like a derogatory thing because he was the only kid in grade ten that had like a full on fucking beard and then shaved it into a goatee. So you know these guys that were obviously jealous of people that could grow facial hair. Mm. Like, oh look at you, goat boy. Goat boy. And then he's just in, instead of getting mad about it one day, he's like, you know what? I am goat boy. Me. <laughs> if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. So. All right. Shadow goat boy. He's an interesting cat. He still lives back home in the Kootenays, back in Kimberly, where I grew up. Hell yeah, you you go goat boy. I hope he's uh, still still repping. He's still. I don't know if he does the goat thing anymore. Oh, so he's done with that. Mm, comes and goes. Comes and goats. Yeah, Come, comes <laughs> and goes. <laughs> um, uh, my friend Nas here says that uh, I'm going to be proud of him because he bought a Polaroid SX70 for forty dollars on Kijiji and it's in great condition. Congratulations, man! That's a really fucking sweet score. Am I allowed to tell people about my you, new child? Yeah, you can if you want. It's it's your child. Merlin has recently, just today, gifted me, guys, with a Polaroid SX70. It needs some love, so you've got to like you've got to put some money into it before you. She's can a little it. fucked up. Not gonna lie. 
I mean, it probably shoots. It just looks janky. The leather is like literally disintegrating and moldy. Yeah. Um, yeah. but he gifted me with one just today. You can show them if you want. I was shooketh. I was shooketh when I walked into the studio. I'm just trying to like force you to waste more of your money. Yeah, you know, he's already here talking shit about how I hate money <laughs> and how I'm just blowing it all on uh, Instax. You know, God, dollar and exposure. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, wait till you start shooting Polaroid. Yeah, I know. It's like, what, four bucks? Something like that. Yeah. It's not cheap. It's painful. It's beautiful. That's why I've been shooting insects, because I'm like, guys, I, I gotta just like get my footing first here. Yeah, but now that you've got this. Now, I have this beautiful... Um, Is it SX-70 Sonar? SX-70 Sonar, here, but... Guys, there's it's it's more than just an SX70 sonar. It's pretty cool. It's got a two-tone front to it, so it's the black with the silver. It is a Sears special. Sears special. Yeah. And it's got like the the tan, which is kind of going really bad with the black. It's pretty cool. But the neat thing about this SX70, it's being a sonar, it's autofocus, and it does the autofocusing by sending out sound waves from this little silver disc thing Hell here. Hell yeah. And cool fun fact about this, the technology used for the sonar autofocus in this was borrowed from missile guidance systems that Polaroid created during World War II. You go, Daddy Land. <clears throat> That's how Papa Land made all of his money to, like, you know, do shit. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's where SX-70 got his name from, too. So... Oh. um when Papa Land was making all the money uh, doing government contracts, they called them special experiments and then designated them with a number. So it was like SX and then a number. Oh, I see. And the last government contract they did was SX-69. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, when Papa Land wanted to make a new camera and a new film format, they didn't want their competitors to know that they were working on such a thing. So they designated it SX-70 so that their competitors would leave them alone, thinking that they're just spending all this time and money on working government. on it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. genius. So that's where SX-70 comes from. Really? Yeah. Really American government, though? Like, they were like 69. That's good. Like, not even just one more, like, stupid project yeah. to just round it off. No. 69. They were Six. like, that's the one. Yeah. That's it. That's all she wrote. Exactly. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 69 projects. That's where we're capping it off. Why? Reasons. Yeah. I'd like to know who made that call. I don't know. Probably Papa Land. Papa, actually, Papa Land was the one who, who forced them. He was like, listen, you're only getting 69. <laughs> I want 70 for my camera. Yeah, because I mean like SX-71 or like SX-80 would sound dumb. What about SX-69? <laughs> that would be a marketing nightmare though. Could you imagine like... Yeah. 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 It's a fair point. Yeah. It's yeah. a fair point. It is. Or it would be a marketing gift. 
they were never really good at marketing because like i mean sx70 got its name because of the projects and then when they made the new version of it which had the autofocus and the flash called the slr 680 that was kind of on the nose because they named it an slr 680 because it's a single lens reflex camera and then the film type it uses is 680 iso That's like a non-standard ISO, isn't it? This is just how Polaroid rolls. Like it's supposed to be 640, right? Right, 640, something like that. I was like, why would you just add an extra 40 to 640 to make 680? Like that's just extra, dude. It just sounds better. Yeah. 680? Yeah. 640 sounds cheap. Shit, I hadn't thought about it that way. The 680 and then the 690. Which apparently is more of a piece of garbage than the 680. 69-0? There you go. You finally got your 69. I figured it out, guys. Yeah. (laughs) We were so close. We were so close to having an SX-69. I mean, the marketing for that would have been kind of hilarious to see. I think it would have sucked in the beginning, but like in the modern age, like people would just not be able to get enough of it. Well, I mean, I think like inherently in its 69, like sucking is part of the equation with that. You know what? That's, that's also a good point. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> this is a true point. <laughs> Can't argue that one. I mean, you could, but like, you know, should you? But then you're doing it wrong. Is it though? I mean... Everyone, different strokes for different folks, right? I, yeah. Okay, sure. Huh? I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. This is a photography podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. We're here to have a photography <laughs> chat, and this is our <laughs> photography chat. So it, it's kind of just a photography chat, mostly just in the name, in the premise that I'm talking with another photographer. But what happens during the chat is is really up to like the personalities on the chat. So like I will in, encourage and engage with any like, you know, line of conversation that starts happening. I feel like you've tried to bring this conversation back to photography like multiple times and at every single time we've just like completely derailed into some. Yeah, you're like a squirrel that's got like nature and 69 stuck in their head. <clears throat> what can I say, man? Na- nature and 69, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I guess that's what we're built for. <laughs> Is it, are we not? Yeah, 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 more or less. This podcast is going very differently than if Charles was here. <laughs> I feel like it would have gone exactly the same if Charles was Are here. You sure? He would have just added like more commentary to it and we would have probably gone deeper down some rabbit holes. Deeper. Really? Yeah. I have a feeling we would have stayed a little bit more on topic with the photography stuff. I doubt that. We'll find out because he's going to get his own episode at some point because he didn't show up today. Okay, listen, he's busy. He's shooting <laughs> galleries on commercials and shit, man. I'm just teasing, you know. He's making that bread. I never had a dad abandon me before. Well, I've never had a dad abandon me either, dude. <laughs> well, I guess today's a first for both of us. <laughs> Wait, Charles is both of our dads? I mean, he could be like a dad. He is a dad. Not to us. Not to us. Yeah, he's like dad figure. 
Or is this just a nice way of saying that he has dad bod? No. Just that he's old. I mean, I didn't, I didn't say anything about his bod. That was all you, man. Shit. <laughs> I fucked up, guys. <laughs> fucked up. No, you didn't. He loves being older, though. Yeah, he does. He enjoys it. He very much enjoys, like, yeah, the certainty, I guess, in a weird way of with age that you just kind of like, you're like, yeah, like, this is the rhythm of life and it's great. It's fantastic. Like, you're, you're happy with yourself. You're pretty settled and like. I can't imagine 50. No? 40 feels weird enough already. I don't remember how old you are. I'm 40. You're just flat 40. Yeah, 41 this year. When is yeah. your birthday again? Did it? It's like later this year. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Sagittarius. I'll give you that much. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So you're somewhere in the like November zone. Yeah, somewhere. I always had shitty birthdays. Nobody likes winter birthdays. Well, if it's any consolation, my birthday has also been pretty meh. August 18th. Nobody, nobody's in town. August 18th. August 18th, nobody gives a shit. They're like, oh, sorry, we're going away to the cabin this weekend and next weekend. Well, that sucks balls. We're leaving town to just, you know, get in that last bit of camping before the kids have to go to school. I can't do camping anymore. Um, You're too bougie for that? No, it's not that I'm too bougie, but, like, I have sleep apnea. So I oh, yeah, right. You'd have to bring the whole machine. Yeah, but like there's no plugins in nature. Just get so a like diesel generator <laughs> for your sleep <laughs> <laughs> machine because the machine is not loud enough on its own. Well, it's not that loud. It does make dating weird. Um, I thought about like trying to see how long like I have one of those palsy buff vagabond. Oh, things. yeah. Thought about seeing like how battery. Long. Yeah, seeing how long it runs off of the battery. But then it's just like. Then you only can camp for as long as the battery lasts. You're just bringing multiple batteries. I guess so. Come on, dude. It just seems like a hassle. And then, but like, where what, there's what, a will, there's a way. What if a bear comes to, like, attack you and it's like, you know, you have some respiratory machine on you and you're trying to, like, run away and, like, you know. <laughs> I'm going to argue that maybe the bear will stay away because your respiratory machine is causing such a ruckus. Or they'd be like, hey, what's that ruckus about? kind of curious about that ruckus that sounds like a tasty ruckus i hate this ruckus and they'll be like, <laughs> i mean maybe but i feel like there are better easier meals that it could score yeah i guess so i imagine i'd probably be pretty tasty for a bear i eat a lot of like rich foods you do yeah but you're not like grain fed like a vegan no no. Like, you know, there's still some, like... Yeah, but, but vegans are, like, more sinewy. There's not, like, a lot of meat on their bones. No, you can, you can get a, a meaty vegan, but, like, you know, they'd have to be, like, really <laughs> pounding it back to get a meaty vegan. <laughs> that just sounds hilarious. Meaty vegan. <laughs> well, you know, all those, like, bros, those, like, you know, weightlifting bros who are, like, I I live weights on a vegan diet and like it can still be done without animal proteins. They're eating cheeseburgers like in secret in the side. Totally. 
Is that the secret? Is cheeseburgers? I do that. Well, you've just burst my bubble on the the vegan <laughs> the vegan uh, no, just, beef I'm, balls. I'm just, what are fucking, what, what are they? Fucking with you. I don't. Think my meaty vegans. <laughs> you should start a vegan restaurant called the Meaty Vegan. Do you think that that would attract or kind of deter vegans from entering my establishment? You'd get the right ones. I'd get the right ones. Yeah. Instead of the wrong ones. Yeah. Or you should start like a boba tea called like suck my balls with a Z. <laughs> there is a Z because my name starts with a Z. There you go. Suck my balls, Zena. Yeah. <laughs> you can be like, and the thing that's hilarious is I've never sucked balls in my life. I don't even know how to use a microphone right. Now you've been doing perfectly fine. Have I? Yeah, you're doing. So great. I didn't actually need to hold it this close to my mouth the whole time. Well, no, you do. You're that's you're doing it. You're doing it right. I'm doing it. Yeah, and I'm doing it right. Yeah, yeah. I think is doing it good. I don't know. Audience, doing it right or doing it good. These are these are the burning questions we need to answer for ourselves. I can't play that because then it'll like get mad at me for like copyright. Yeah, I was surprised you got away with even like the Smurf stuff. Is that not? We'll we'll find out. Maybe they'll go back in the live and like shit on it later. Instagram sucks, but I like doing it for the live thing because it's like easier for like the stream and like. I guess it doesn't matter so much when I'm like doing the in person ones like this, but um, you know, yeah. Does this work better than the last one I think I did in here? The the, the wired microphones are for yeah. the win. Yeah, the last one you did, I think it was a little bit quiet. Yeah, I was trying to use the wired uh, wireless mics that I've got, and they just like pick up too much noise and shit. Oh, they pick up the noise of your air con just, yeah. you know, desperately running at yeah. the lowest setting like the whole time as the can, sun is streaming in. Can you guys hear the air conditioner? Because I, I can't hear it in here. In the crowd, anyone? If anyone's still paying attention, can you, can you hear their conditioning? Or is if it just anyone, like the sweet sounds of Zena? Anyone out there at all Bueller? is still there. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Yes, you can hear the aircon. Yeah, yes, you can hear the air conditioning, or yes to Bueller. It's quite a delay. Yeah, it's a huge delay. I feel though like this setup, I mean, it's nice, but like, I almost feel like bad that I'm not like engaging with the audience a little more, you know? Well, you're, you're like, you're talking to them there. Uh, is it, is it really loud? Cause like, I don't hear it in the headphones, but I'm also like sitting right next to it and like, you know, hopefully it's not super annoying. Oh, hi, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah heard all of the sucking balls and vegan stuff and everything. Wow. <laughs> You're going to have some interesting talks tonight. <laughs> we were already talking about sucking balls today, okay? She had bubble tea and she told me that she doesn't like the tapioca balls. So she just gets those like mango bubbly bursty juicy thingies. Because you want like bursty things in your mouth instead of balls? 
I don't know, Sarah, do you care to explain the science behind the mouthfeel of that? Because I personally, I personally am down for tapioca balls. I like the chew. I like. You enjoy the mouthfeel. I do. I typically like to get uh, tapioca balls and like coconut jelly or like a lychee jelly to, you know, mix it up a little. Is it lychee or lychee? Lychee. Mm, I don't know about that. Lychee. It's been lychee my whole life. That just sounds like leeches. That's nasty. Yeah, I don't know. Lychee. Le- lychee? No. Yeah. No. Okay. I guess Let's it depends. See. It kind of. I guess it depends on which um, dialect you're coming from. Let's see what. Well, let's see what the internet says. How do you say? Lychee. Oh, I think you're fucking right. It's lychee, bro. I think. Lychee. Lychee. <laughs> my whole life is a lie. Dude, oh you thought God. about it too hard. I'm telling you, it's lychee. Lychee. Man. Fruity popping balls bigger than better than slimy textured balls. Thank I, you for chiming in, Sarah. Agree. No, no one likes slimy textured balls, especially. I like the slimy textured balls. I like the chew of it. Are you sure you're a lesbian? Listen, I, I am nervous about holding this microphone this close to my face. I swear. Oh wait, let's see. Let's see what the British pronunciation oh, is. Oh no, lychee. Oh, it's even worse. It's the same. Uh. How do they say it in Spanish? In Spanish? Oh, we have to watch a video for Spanish. Lichi. See there, lichi. I say it's Spanish. Chi. Lichi. Huh? I'm uh, right uh, too. Uh. Lichi. Yes. See? That's because Li I'm Filipino chi. and the Spanish took over. Oh the country yeah, yeah, even. yeah. Okay, so yeah. all Filipinos call it lychee. Is that? Yeah, that's where I learned it from. Like my mom and my grandma and shit. My Lola, rest in peace. <laughs> Shout out Lola. Oh wait, here. How to pronounce lychee correctly? Lychee. Why is there music for this? I don't know. This is unnecessary. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of this small rounded fruit with sweet white scented flesh, a large central stone, and a thin rough skin. How do you go about pronouncing it? No, it is not lychee, but rather lychee. Lychee! This creature. Oh my god! Straightforward once you know, really. Lychee fruit. Wait, oh yo, my god, they, this dude has. Oh, let's see how he says quinoa. We are looking at how to pronounce quinoa. Quinoa. You do want to stress on the first <laughs> syllable rather than the second one. Do not say quinoa, but rather quinoa. How, how did quinoa. I not know this is. How is this guy a thing? Ooh, ooh, shakuri. <laughs> no, I don't know. What what one should we do next? 
We are looking at how to pronounce the name of this flowering plant, also known as curcuma longa of the ginger family, the roots of which is used as a spice in cooking. Is and this real this or is, is this a parody? In a curry I don't mix. know. So how do you go about pronouncing the name of this spice? Simply turmeric. Turmeric. I'm I'm so turmeric. confused. Wait, I want charcuterie. Where did no, we wait. go? Where I don't know. Turmeric. Where did my mouth? Give me the charcuterie. Turmeric. Ooh, but he's got jalapeno. I want to know how jalapeno. Jalapeno. Ja jalapeno. Oh wait, fucking tomato. Oh, tomato. How to pronounce this word that is famously pronounced differently in British English and in American English? We're going to be looking at how to pronounce more similarly interesting words in English as well. So make sure to stay tuned and consider subscribing. Stay tuned and, cons and subscribe, English, guys. This no. is normally pronounced as tomato. tomato. Yeah. You do want to stress it's not tomato. tomato. This is a tomato. A or R sound. Yeah. Tomato. Tomato. T sounds. <laughs> I was so obnoxious at that. It is the second time he said it. Tomato. 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 Oh, tomato. So tomato. Do you like avocados and, and tomato? Tomatoes? You fucked tomato. up. Oh, I fucked Almost up. Yeah. Like I want sound. a tomato tornado. Tomato. Yeah. I want a tomato sandwich. Tomato. Can I get that on in white bread with mayo? Did you get this? Was this any helpful? Let me know in the cool yin and yang. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we happens. are looking at how to pronounce no, the name of this yang tree yang. that is native to oh, Indonesia, the Philippines, and Indonesia. These trees produce uh, fragrant flowers for which is, essential oils. How do you go about pronouncing it? Many say it as ilang ilang, but in the countries it originates from, it is pronounced something more like. Lang Lang, almost like the wild. This guy is like there. killing almost me. like Lang Lang, which just a very short. There was not already e enough old before. white guys telling you how to pronounce Lang. stuff Lang. on the internet Lang. and in general. Here are more videos on how to pronounce <laughs> names. <laughs> I just realized this is like straight up mansplaining. <laughs> what is up, guys? Bonjour. This is Julian, the Frenchman, who makes pronunciation videos here on YouTube, and we are looking at how to pronounce this category of food made of cured accent? meats, dried pork fake. in buried preparations, the ham, prosciutto, and jamon, chorizo, salami, dried chorizo. sausages, and saucisson, mortadella, pate, spaghetti, oh, and many more. So, how do you go about pronouncing this? There's going to be two different ways. Oh. The original French way, which may help you understand why how and why it's German? said like this in English. And the English and American way. So in English or American, you'd say charcuterie. Charcuterie. You do want to insist on the Q part, and it's Q, not coup because yes, it is a French word and a name of French origin, and the French pronounce the U U. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Now in French, you'd say charcuterie. Charcuterie. But in English, charcuterie. Here are more videos to learn how to pronounce food words that are hard to say in English and American. Now you do it, and I will see you soon in the wonderful world of French pronunciation. This guy. This guy is so. This this was the weird ooh croissant, oh my so god croissant 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 croissant. Merlin, Merlin, croissant. Well, essentially, croissant. if you are able to pronounce the French R like the French R. do, just say croissant. 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 The croissant. T at the end of croissant is definitely silent, so do not say croissant. Oh. Croissant. But croissant. 
I'd like an almond croissant, please. Croissant. It'd be fine if you cannot pronounce the French R to say croissant. All right, let's let's get this Topo Chico here. Croissant. Croissant. Here are videos about how to pronounce French correctly. Ooh, Hors d'oeuvres. How do we say that one? Hors d'oeuvres. This is Julian, the Frenchman. Hors d'oeuvres. French pronunciation videos. Hors d'oeuvres? Hors d'oeuvres. How to pronounce this term that designates appetizers or starters, essentially a small dish Hors d'oeuvres. For a meal, a I want those little cock doggies. Essentially, a bit like an entree. So, how cock do you go doggies. about pronouncing this word? You mean those cocktail weenies? Yes, I know. Yeah, the cock spelling doggies. looks a little bit strange. <laughs> Simply, hors <laughs> like d'oeuvre. In French, typical French pronunciation, hors d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvre. So, do not pronounce them. Simply, hors d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvre. Or simply, hors d'oeuvre. French. Can you not do the French R? If you like to I can go about home. cooking terms and French produce, no. you can't go to no. 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 gargle it in the back of your mouth like that. In the wonderful no. world of French pronunciation. No, the French pronunciation. Yeah, I can't do that. Bonjour. But Bonjour. Appa apparently, like, my American friends get a kick out of when I say process. Process. Yeah, process. Process. Because apparently it's process. 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 Ooh, actually, let's see. How do you pronounce process? This is still a photography This chat. is This is a photography <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this is probably up there with your Fruit Loops episode in terms of, like, education we're providing to the general public here. Yeah, this is important. Process. Yeah. Process. Process. You're saying process. Process. Ah, oh, fuck, that's right. I say process. Bro, you don't even know what you're saying. Well, yeah, I say, I think it's the British way. You say, say you're it. saying it process, like there could be concepts. There's a process. <laughs> process. Yeah, I say it the British way, but Americans are, my process. American friends always make fun of me. They're like, say it again, say it again. Process? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's process, bro. I want the process to go with my avocado toast with my tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. Whatever. Fuck. Dude, you don't even... You're lost, man. You don't even know anymore. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck this chat. This learning experience is brought to you by Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. Now we're experiencing strawberry guava, naturally flavored... Two grams of sugar, 100 calories, and 4.7% of alcohol. Keep out of hands of children. And I am drinking the tangy lemon lime. Delicious. Delicious indeed. Topo Chico for adults only. We are not yet sponsored. We're yeah. working on it. Sponsorship pending. If you can help with that, please, by all means. All four people Yeah. in, <laughs> in the live stream. <laughs> someone <laughs> thanks everyone for like hanging out with us here for this like ridiculousness that um we've has transpired into. yeah i think on that bombshell though maybe <laughs> we should uh we should wrap this shit show up maybe we should just <clears throat> end it yeah end it yeah. all i think i think that's no it's not that time yet come on you know yeah not yet later yeah later yeah 
I mean, <laughs> I was having an interesting conversation with a friend earlier today where we were like complaining about like, you know, how men think that they uh, can, you know, have say on everything. And um, I was like, there needs to be a new platform, sterilization for everyone. Just, you know, fucking shut it all down until we can make sense of being human beings. So, but then like. Or not sterilize it, but just like, you know. Spay, how, spay, how we, spay and neuter humans. How do we, like, start her back up afterwards? Oh, we don't need to. Yeah. We've had a good run. So we only boot, like, fertile people to, like, another planet? Or is that not even? Yeah, no. Just, like, say, this is it. Do this, we, like, put them the in cold generation. storage or something? No. Are they, no. like, in bunkers underground? No. Just let the robots take over. The robots? The robots. Fucking robots. No. I don't know what the right answer is, but like what's going on right yeah, now? Yeah, Merlin, what like the hell? Why do you not know the answer to humanity? God damn it. Because I never really planned on being here this long. So everything's confusing now. I mean, yeah, I guess you're just kind of, you're here for a joyride at this point. But is it joyful? It can be. Today's been today's been a lot of fun. I I had a kick out of Topo uh, Chico, please. Yeah, two Topo Topo Chico. You know, Topo Chico. For when your life's a dumpster fire and you want a tasty beverage to wash it down, Topo Chico hard seltzer. It's this got is your a back. photography chat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think. Um, I think that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, you've had enough of me? No, I haven't had enough of you, but I, I think they've probably had enough of us. And I hope that um, there's been some laughs along the way. And um, I don't know if anyone learned anything from I from think today. we learned a lot of things. We did? I don't know. I feel like that speech of like the end of Billy Madison, when the, like, teacher tells him that like everyone's dumber for ever listening to him i kind of feel like that right now potentially yeah you but probably don't know what i'm talking no about. i don't i'm a child i'm sorry i think merlin is about to rage quit oh we're zoomed in on oh, me again. i ruined it again whatever okay oops so i did it <laughs> shut the fuck up with Brittany. okay so i think leave Brittany alone I mean, free? Did she get freed yet? Or are we still? Brittany's free now. Okay, she has like a hot young man too. Good for Brittany. Yeah, she's like also like just shit posting on Twitter like constantly. I think. Good for her. Yeah, you know, she's living her best life. That's amazing. Anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in and hanging out with us. I'm gonna have Mr. Mocha walk us out, and then tune in next week. I'm gonna have Polaroid J from the Bay Area joining us. Another Polaroid brother. And uh, owner of one of the most amazing SLR 680s I've ever seen. Uh, thank you, Zena, for hanging out with me. And uh, thank you, everyone, for staying <laughs> with us through all this ridiculousness. And, um, yeah, have a good weekend. Drink Tapa Chica. <laughs> Someone in the chat, please. Yeah. Please get us that sponsorship. S sponsor me, please. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye.